Welcome to Heart Center Conversations. I'm your host, Jennifer Martin. I created this podcast to have real conversations with real people about what they are doing in the world, how they're showing up and how they're living from their heart center. So if you like this podcast, send me a comment, send a like, send to your friends and enjoy this episode. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, welcome to the Heart Center Conversations. So I'm your host, Jennifer Martin, and I'm so excited to have Jen Jettner here with me. And um, I'm going to smudge our little virtual space um, before we get started. Just to, you know, we got to cleanse everything. <laughs> Yes, right. We do. <laughs> Always, constantly. So, just clearing space for our conversation, our heart-centered conversation. And interesting, I had you scheduled this summer. Yes, and we yeah. we didn't get to it. We didn't. We were, we were both on vacation. We were. Yeah, we were. I was up north camping, and you were on vacation. So, yep. So I here was we are, in Arkansas again. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome, Jen. I'm so excited to have you here, Thank finally, you. to just chat. Um, so everyone, this is Jen Jetner. Do you go by Jen or Jennifer? I Jen. go by Jen. Yep, okay. I go by Jen. Mm-hmm. So Jen, I first, let's just start off with, why don't you tell us about you? Okay, for sure. And then I'll start asking questions. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, a little bit about me. Um, again, my, I'm Jen Jetner. I live in Michigan. So we live on the west side of the state, um, really close to Lake Michigan. So it's really cold here right now and um, not as snowy as it usually is, but chilly place to be. Um, <laughs> let's see some things about me. I have been in education. I've been an educator for 27 years. So um, 17 of those years I spent teaching special ed and, um, and then 10 years kindergarten. So that um, is part of, part of what I do. I'm married. I have three children, um, but almost all grown. Our oldest is 23, lives out in Oregon. Um, we have a 20-year-old son that lives here in Michigan. And then our daughter is almost 18, graduating this year. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. um, I am a yoga teacher. So I have my 500 level certification. And um, I also, with my business partner and yoga partner, Brittany, we run a yoga teacher training school. And ironically, today, um, I start Ayurveda school. So nice. I'm, I'm so excited. So I'm doing a 300 hour um, certification that begins tonight. So that is so yeah. exciting. So um, Jen and I met when last, was it last summer or two summers? I feel sum- like it two, had to be two summers ago, right? Two summers ago. So we met um, at a retreat with Sean Korn, who is Natalie's guru. And we um, were housed like right across from each other. And I just, Natalie loves to hear you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what I think is really crazy is that, yes, 
we stayed by each other, but I don't know if you remember this. So I flew into LA and I had really no idea where we were going. Really, none of us did really had an idea. Right. And so I had my Uber driver just drop me at a cafe or on the side of the road, literally, right? Like on the yeah. side of the road, I'm like, stop here, I'm starving. And so I was outside eating by myself. And then there was another woman outside eating by herself. And then there was you two outside eating. We really had no idea. And it ended up that other women ended up being my roommate. And then you oh. guys, and we were, you know, so it was, when I think back to that, that's I'm like, awesome. that's so yeah. crazy. It's kind of like, you, you know, when you go to a retreat and you're like, you see people and you're like, they have a yoga mat. I wonder if they're going to the same, but you know, you're in California and you're in this tiny little right. retreat town, right? And so you really don't know. It's kind of, I don't know if we, I don't know, but then a lot of people started coming in because they all started getting dropped off at the same yes. cafe. Yeah. So it was like, are you going to Sean Corn? Are you going to, you know, and it was like, <laughs> yes, we're all going. And we so end up like almost living together. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we met. And um, so we've been following each other since. And you opened your school. Mm -hmm. It hadn't been open when we had retreat. No, it was right on the cusp. It was right. Yeah, it was okay. right in the it was right in the beginning stages. So um, so just like a little history, when I did my, when I did my 300 hour teacher training, um, which dealt with a lot of trauma informed yoga and, um, part of our karma classes, we worked at like a detention center and so on and so forth. Great training, but also part of that 300 hour training was that we mentored people that were doing their 200 hour. So people that were just getting into yoga, just getting into teaching yoga. And as I've taught for a very long time, um, I've I took my first yoga class right after our middle son was born and he's 20. So anyway, but I've been teaching for a long time, but it was ironic because I had never, as many times, let's just say like a sun salutation, whatever, as many times as you've like taught a sun salutation in my teacher training, I realized I'd never taught someone else how to teach it right? Like that was just kind of this huge aha moment to me. Like I'm with this other woman, you know, and she's trying to learn how to teach. And I was mentoring her into how to teach. And I just had this huge light bulb. Like, I really like this. <laughs> like, I really like, like, I know that I can teach yoga, but I didn't know that I would have an interest in teaching people how to teach. Right? Mm. So, um, so I finished my 300 hour and I just loved that mentor part of it. Like, you know, um, going kind of back to the beginning and really helping people connect their breath to their movement, you know, vinyasa and, and letting, guiding them into teaching. So I sat on that for a while, meditated on that for a long time. And I finally thought, you know what, I think I want to do this. Um, because again, my history, my roots is I'm a educator right like that's kind of what I've been doing since I graduated college a long time ago um and I like teaching but it's not my I'm talking about school I like it but I love teaching yoga right um so anyway, I kind of felt like I've, I've had this foundation right I've got my master's in education I, like I know how to write curriculum I know how to do those kinds of things and so um 
So I sat on that for a long time. Like, I think I might want to lead a yoga teacher training. I think I might want to do this. And then I also kind of sat with it. And what came up for me was I didn't want to do it alone. Um, I love working with other people and collaborating and just feeling like that two brains is better than one. And so I kind of sat on that for a while. And then I was in my friend Brittany's class and um, it just was like, this is it. So I grabbed her after class. She's a teacher, a yoga teacher. And I said, uh, what do you think about creating a teacher training? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, here's my <laughs> ideas. <laughs> so I'd had all these ideas and we met and we met and we talked and we decided to be partners. And um, it's just Brittany Jessica Riak and she is just brilliant. Um, you know, we both bring different components to the table. She um, used to um, be a nurse in an operating room. And so she's super knowledgeable, super knowledgeable about the nitty gritty about the body and um, brings that anatomy physiology component to it. And so, so anyway, cool. Yoga Alliance, which is a long journey, <laughs> longer journey than we um, were in for, but it's good, right? Because you know, you submit your curriculum and they give it back and you revise it and they give it back and you revise it and you give it back and that happens for a really long time. So I think when we met, we were, I was still in the midst of that revising and going back and forth with yoga, with yoga Alliance stage. Yeah. Okay. So, so, your, your, <laughs> so your yoga school is Sacred Moon School mm -hmm. of Yoga. Yes, it is. It, is it a studio or it, mm -hmm. you're, it's just your school? So yeah, it's just you our guys school. Are, yeah, so you're not a studio that mm -hmm. does yoga for people. You're just the school. So do you have a location that you teach, or do you guys just yeah. are you guys doing on? I need to know about this. Well, it's so right. So we we applied to Yoga Alliance. We um you know finally then got to the end, got certified to hold 200 hours vinyasa training. Um, yeah, Brittany and I are both teachers. Um, we've taught in at the same studios, um, but we don't have a brick and mortar um, building whatsoever, which is kind of nice in a sense that we don't yeah. have all that other stuff, right? Um, so we had contacted then a local studio and um, sat down with them and um, offered them a contract um, for us to hold our training there and kind of like rented the space, but kind of also just were really um, involved with that space as well, with that studio, with community classes. So some of our trainees um, taught community classes and so on and so forth. But our training started in January of 2020. Good to go. <laughs> First one, right? right? It was great. Um, we were meeting every third weekend. So we had had four solid weekends. We had 10 people in our first training. We had four solid weekends under our belt. Um, and then the world turned upside down. And I'll never forget, we were in a, we were in a weekend with our teacher trainers of a break. And Brittany and I were brainstorming together. And we had gotten, we, it's like the very beginning, right? We had just gotten some emails from Yoga Alliance about washing your hands and staying clean. You know, it was just that beginning. And I said, you know, we should really talk to these teacher trainers about COVID. We should really talk about it. So before they left that day, we were like, oh, we want to talk to you about, you know, 
when you teach your karma classes and really making sure that you're washing your hands and cleaning your props and and then a week later <laughs> so um so yeah our training then had to switch to online and we didn't write our curriculum to be an online teacher training. And as you can imagine too, knowing like we'd spent these four weeks really guiding these people and saying, you know, when you're a teacher, you're not practicing, right? You're walking the room, you're looking at people's bodies. You're, you know, you're not, this isn't your practice. This is your time to give. And so we really, um, we worked a ton on hands-on adjustments, right? And then all of a sudden it was like, woof. So we had to kind of really reconfigure because now that we're online, we were like, okay, now when you teach, you're going to move your body. <laughs> you're going to do verbal adjustments, right? Like, anyway, it was just really, I feel like our people, it wasn't what they signed up for, but wow, what a time to be during it, doing and being in a teacher training during a pandemic, right? Like yeah. so much growth happens anyway, but the layers that filled back and things that came out during the remainder was wild and so good. Awesome. Yeah. So um, you got your first class through then? Yes, we did. Yep, we did on Zoom. Um, we met a lot on Zoom. You know, Lo Yoga Alliance, again, kind of changed a lot of their standards and allowed Zoom to happen because that wasn't part of the program before. And right. then in right. the summer, um, we just really had a strong yearning to finish in person. Like we just felt like we didn't just want to turn off a call and say, bye, that was fun. Um, so we really, we, the training lasted a little bit longer. It was supposed to end in May. It didn't end until the end of June. Um, so we could meet together safely um, a few times outside. So that's kind of how we ended ended that first round of training. Yeah. So have you started your second round? Well, good question. Um, the plan was again, January. That was the plan. Um, you know, kind of start the new year, kick off in January was kind of been always kind of our thought. Um, but in Michigan right now, studios are still closed. Um, they're not open. And, you know, Michigan, we don't, our restaurants aren't open. Um, things are pretty closed here as of right now. So um, we have a studio that is, we are go is going to host us again. And our plan was January, but we kind of hit the pause button because we don't also, we don't want to start online. Like we want to start, you know, building those connections in that community at such a powerful time. And so our hope is in the spring and that is our plan. Um, that I shouldn't say our hope. Our plan is in the spring. And then hopefully even again, like if we had to meet outside, those are things that we could do. But um, studios, the one studio that Brittany and I teach at, I mean, it closed in March and it has not reopened. Um, and studios in Michigan in general had a little window of time where they could open, but that window has closed again and all studios are closed without a reopening date. So, yeah. Man. So are you doing any online classes? Um, yeah, we do some recorded online classes for the studios that we are a part of. Um, that's kind of what we've been doing 
Um, yeah, but really nothing with our yoga teacher training. Uh, you know, we, we know we have a list of people that are interested and want to do it. But again, we just want to, we want people to feel comfortable. We want people to feel safe. And with studios not even being open at this time, are they open where you are? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So without them yeah. even being open, we just feel like we want to make sure that that we do it the right way. Yeah. yeah. So what do you feel like is your biggest, um, does, what was your biggest desire to start this? And that, and then also, how did you come up with this name? Yeah. Sacred Moon School. Sacred Moon, yeah. I think for me, the desire to do that is that, I think it is part of ingrained in my soul that I'm a teacher. Um, that's just kind of, who I am and what I do. I think being in education and in the public school setting, it really sets um, the groundwork for me. But in all honesty, I'm almost done. I can retire in three years. So um, I'm ready and um, I'm grateful for the time I've had here, but I'm also ready for the next chapter. I'm really, really ready. And so as I sat on that, I thought when I do retire, I want to do something that really is part of like my dharma, right? Like this, that really touches my soul and that purpose. Um, but I also thought, I don't wanna wait. I don't wanna wait and be like, oh, in three years when I retire, I wanna start doing yoga teacher training, right? Like, cause it's what I really feel like I called to do. Um, I love sharing what I know and, um, and then just spreading that to people with their own purpose and their own passion, their own dharma. It's just amazing. These 10 people that graduated from our first teacher training and what they are doing, you know, that trickle out effect, like the service projects that they're doing, the classes that they're teaching, the way that they're just touching the world and touching our community is, it just blows me away. Like they are so knowledgeable and so um, passionate. And so I think my desire was to take a little bit of what I know and to plant those seeds in other people so they can just grow and um, spread the love for yoga and just love in general, right? The world needs that right yeah. now. <laughs> so totally. Yeah. And so <laughs> and everyone Sacred, needs yoga. Yeah. And with Sacred <laughs> Moon, um, Brittany and I, I think what just really resonated with us was um, the sacred part of the practice, number one, um, really going back to tradition um, and the sacredness of yoga. But then thinking about the moon as a reflection, um, a reflection of who you are, a reflection of what you have to give back. And that also that we honor so many different phases. Our life goes through phases. Um, we're all in different phases and they're all equally as important. So that was kind of where that, where that resonated from. Um, just the phase part of it, the reflection, um, the sacredness that the practice holds itself. So, yeah. I like that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, let me see what time it is because I want to get you back to teaching. No worries, no worries. 
Um, so can anyone take your, can anyone go to school there at Sacred Moon? Yeah, so you um, have the people way we, around the states. So the way we did it before is we had an application process. We just wanted to really make sure that um, what people were wanting was uh, in a line with what we had to offer. Um, we offer a vinyasa style um, teacher training and, you know, really encourage the karma class part of it. Um, uh, we go into the chakras and energy systems and we have lots of really great guest speakers that come in. Um, my dad being one of them. My dad's a retired psychologist, um, but he's really into meditation. And so my dad came in and did a whole um, series on the meditation part. So that was really fun. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So anyway, we just have an application process that just want to make sure that that we're the right fit for each other, right? Um, and the the ten people that we had that signed up the first time were all they were all Michigan local people, right? Because again, when we started. Um, there wasn't even a Zoom component. <laughs> it was just all in person. Um, and, then it, and then it switched. So, so yeah, it's open to anyone. And, um, you know, we just, we welcome that diversity piece. And uh, it's really important to us. So, yeah. So you're hoping to start in the spring. Yep. But in person. So people will come like every other weekend or? Yeah, when we did it last time, um, we had it all scheduled out. It was every third weekend. So, you know, I, all trainings are different, um, you know, and I think again, finding something that works for a person. Some people like to just, right? Like go somewhere, dive in, do an intense immersion weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and come out with your 200 hour. That's definitely a great way to do it. Um, when I did my 200 hour myself, it was a studio right outside Chicago. And it was every, it was once a month. And for me, I liked that personally because I like to dive in deep and get all the information and then spend some weeks reading and, you know, letting those layers peel back and um, really absorbing it and learning it and then kind of going back. So that's kind of how ours was developed. We did it every third weekend. Um, just because we also know the majority of the people that took our training um, had families and partners and jobs. And so to commit every weekend and then maybe work Monday through Friday um, at your daytime job yeah. is a lot to ask of people. So we thought the every third weekend kind of worked well um, for people's schedules because it gave them a chance in between to just uh, soak it all in live it right that's important yeah. that you're not just reading it but that you're trying to live it so you're integrating it in yeah yes yeah. Yeah. yeah so tell me about your ayurvedic school mm, so i'm really excited i have been sitting on this for a couple of years and i'm actually so it's um with katie silcox it's called the shakti school yes i've been seeing that, that on my facebook yeah all the time every day i see it yeah, so I started looking into it about two years ago. I was like, hmm, is this something I want to do? Specifically her school or just yeah. Ayurvedic? Mm -hmm. Specifically her, her school. Okay. I looked at it and that school starts, it's January through December. And you meet okay. once a week. 
Um, so I started looking at it and it was about two, it was two years ago. I know it was, I did the call. I talked to them and I thought, Oh, I'm just not ready. And then last January, knowing that it was our first teacher training, I wanted all my energy to go towards that. Right. I didn't want to be like in school myself, um, while we were doing our teacher training. So I just knew last year was not the year for me. I had, I had other things on my plate. And then during this pandemic time, um, you know, I, a lot of has come up for me. One thing being that I know that when I look at my life pre-pandemic, I ran myself ragged. And I know that. I realize that now. I didn't realize it at the time, but I'd teach school all day. I'd teach two yoga classes at night, you know, had my family run a teacher training like that. And that, that, was, just the, that was just what I did. I didn't realize I was on running around so crazy all the time um so during this pandemic i've realized yeah i need to slow down a little bit but i've also really been hungry for knowledge that's just something that's come up i kind of feel like i'm just stagnant right now like i want to learn i want to challenge my brain i want to um yeah i want I'm, I'm eager i'm eager to learn and her program really resonated with me um tapping into the divine feminine. Um, it's got a little bit of Tantra into it and just going back into that natural healing and wisdom mm -hmm. that we have from the earth and that we have from within. Um, yeah, I don't know where it will take me, but I definitely know it's a tool that I'd love to have in my toolbox. So, yeah. That's interesting because I, over the pandemic, have also been looking into Ayurvedic medicine and more for my gut. And so took a class um, online just about, um, you know, your Agni and how to, you know, heal that with food. And so um, I've been buying lots of books and just kind of like dipping my toes into, you know, Ayurvedic um, medicine and practice. And so that's interesting and exciting. And yes, I've seen that school like several times. So um, I've checked it out. I haven't had a phone call yet, but okay. I'm, I'm going to be excited to hear how. So you're meeting once a month for the whole year. It's oh, once a week. week. Yeah. Wow. So it's once a week. Year? Yes. Um, there are some weeks that are off, um, you know, holiday-ish kinds of times. And yeah, so it's three hours, um, three hours on Wednesday nights. And yeah, wow. I'm just really excited to learn. And um, I know I'm just, I'm hungry for that right now. Definitely. Um, That's yeah. going to be amazing. I can't wait to hear how what what you're learning and how it's going and then also hear how you incorporate that in yeah to what you're offering yeah I'm excited for that component as well I think they're really gonna um they're gonna blend together nicely not only in teaching yoga but um you know in our teacher training and yeah I'm just excited like I said to have that tool in my toolbox to to be able to share that yeah do you feel like that might be something that you do like um, when you retire from teaching, like just specifically like Ayurvedic medicine yeah. or Ayurvedic offering? Yeah. Ayurvedic coaching. Yeah. I, I think I, yeah. again, I want, I want to know more. I want to see how it affects me. Um, I want to live it and breathe it during the training, not just read it, but really 
embrace all that it has to offer. And then, um, yeah, I, I absolutely 100%. I think that that's just something else that maybe I could spend some of my time doing um, when I transition out of this phase. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome. I can't wait to hear about that. Yeah. <sighs> so much going on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot going on. <laughs> trying to not have a lot going on but I just guess I still do <laughs> but one of them is more for you you know yes. like I mean they're yeah. both for you because it seems yeah. like you know your school was created because you had that desire to you know really provide this to like teach this to yes. people to be a part of their journey and and to give them something. I, I think that that's really important when people are looking for a school. And I think that sometimes, you know, I get questions asked a lot, like what, you know, and sometimes it's like, I just want to go to the school that I'm gonna be done. But other times people are really invested in the journey and really want yeah. to have that sacredness. And it sounds like that your school is like one of those like, really getting into the sacred practice of breath and yoga and body and all that that entails when it comes to the practice of yoga. Um, so, you know, I think it's one of those things and we'll put your stuff on, on all of the information for this podcast so that people can find you um, if they're interested, because I Absolutely. think it's really important that there are we help people find those things because you can spend a lot of money on teacher training. Right. And then, you know, it's, it's not what you desired or it's not kind of fulfilling that heart desire that you wanted in your practice. And then you're like, Oh, I need another practice. Right. Or I need another training because, you know, if we can find and plug people into exactly what it is that their desire is, then they can like, you know, integrate all that, but also just like embrace it all and be in that moment and just really sit in that time and really integrate things kind of like you're going to do with your Ayurvedic school, right? you yeah. know, like really integrate it, but to, to kind of search that and know what that looks like for you or know the, um, you know, the qualities of that school that are really important is I think important for people that are looking to go into training. Yeah, and you know, of course, of course, we spend a lot of time on the asana, of course we do. I mean, we have contingency yeah, and salutations, definitely. and but it's funny that, you know, like weekend number two, weekend number three, I'm saying to the people in training, like, this isn't about warrior one, is it? <laughs> this isn't about. So not about warrior yoga. one looks like, and people are like, oh my gosh. And, you know, we're diving into the yamas and the niyamas and just all the aspects of what of what yoga has. And, you know, of course, asana is a piece of it, but that's just it. It's just a piece of it. And there's so many other components that people dive into that they didn't even realize that they were signing up for when they thought, oh boy, I'm going to be able to teach a warrior one. Yeah. <laughs> What like, kind of yoga do I want to do? Vinyasa, yin. Right. <laughs> it's like right. it's so right. not about the yoga. It's but so, you're right. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's good to have a school that teaches that in the very beginning. You know that it's so not about the yoga. Um, 
because sometimes that might take a long time for someone who's stepping into yoga as a practice. Um, but I've gotten into this lately because I am diving into breath work. So um, using breath work to kind of open that energetic body. Yes. And I remember when I got into yoga, you know, um, there are some people like in the Christian church, because our town is very small. And I, you know, really did open the first yoga studio in our town. I was just like bringing yoga to the people. And I heard a lot of like yoga is the gateway to, you know, other things that are not good. And as I'm like going even one level deeper, I'm like, yoga is the gateway. Like it's so the gateway. Right, <laughs> like, right. It, it is true. It is true. Like yoga is the gateway to like this deeper level of awareness. And it's just like layer upon layer. Cause I've been teaching yoga since 2008 and like just now in the time that I am in, in the phase and the cycle here, just really getting like to this deepest level, you know, with breath work that I've never been before and I've never even touched on in all of my years of teaching and practicing. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah. And, and that's exactly the hope is that Brittany and I have is that, um, you know, we provide that opportunity, you know, for people to go deeper and, um, they're surprised what they get out of it at the end. Right. And nobody knows as you, as you peel back those layers. I will say one yeah. of our required readings um, in our teacher training is the Sean Korn book. I'm like, you guys got to read this book. And what so, you got to read the revolution. You got to read the book. You got to read the revolution. Of soul. And what I love about her writing in there is that, you know, she takes a story, right? What's real life, what's happened or what's happening. And then, you know, those other pages relates it all to the practice. And I think once people start to see that, how it's not just the 60 minutes that you spend on your mat twice a week, um, but that yoga shows up in all these different corners and crevices of our life. Um, she did such a great job of oh. writing that, um, that right. I just felt like this has to be part of our training because I want, we wanted these people to, to experience that read um, and then to start applying that into their own lives, so. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a big lesson or a big aha moment at that retreat? I, the whole thing, I wish I could do redo it, right? I mean, I want to go yeah. back. <laughs> I want to go back. Yeah. We were scheduled whole, to go back to do you, Spirit Speak. Oh, and it got and everything's on hold now, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Uh, I was so upset. Yeah. yeah I, I think the whole experience for me was was the whole thing, you know, and I'll never forget, like, when she offered, when it very first popped up and she offered it and I was kind of like, oh, one of those things like, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Do I want to go to the retreat? And then when I kind of decided maybe it was sold out, right? Like, cause it sold out so quickly. And then when she opened that week that, that, you know, that, that I met you guys at, um, I'll never forget. I was sitting with my husband and we were, I was drinking a glass of wine and I was like, I think I want to do this. And he's like, do it. And I was like, okay. Boom. I, just, I was like, okay. I'm That's what we did too. Yeah. Cause the first one sold out. Right. Yeah. And as soon as it popped back up, Natalie was like, we're going and she bought the tickets. And I was like, what? what? Right. Oh my God. 
yeah. just the whole experience there, the people that we've met, oh. um, um, besides, besides you and my roommate that was there, then there was another woman that I met at the retreat that, um, we've kept in touch and she was really involved in a documentary with, um, Puerto Rico. And so Puerto Rico has a really soft space in my heart. We've been there numerous times and I've connected with some communities there. And so then I ended up doing some fundraisers here in Michigan to support her documentary that went to Puerto Rico. Anyway, so just that awesome. connections have been so great. They've been so great. I really enjoyed just the, the, the ranch, the commune, like how sustainable it was, how I agree. beautiful and, um, you know, conscious it was of the environment. And I just remember being in practice with Sean and in a really intense practice. And she was talking about, you know, this crap we have in us and you know how difficult it is and it was like one of the ones where she was talking about trauma specifically and we were in like I don't even know like a lizard pose or something that was so intense and I was just like oh I just want to get out of this and she looked directly at me and she was like even though you want to get out of this or something like you can do this like keep breathing like keep going I'm like okay and it was like <laughs> We locked eyes and you know, oh. she was like, she could see my pain and, and it was not just my pain in my body in that pose, but it was like all of the stuff that was coming up and she was just like, I see you, I got you, like you yep. can keep doing this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was amazing and I can't wait to go back to that space and yeah, it's experiences like that, that on the mat that are so transformational for people. And it's great to see people out there who, you know, like are so heart centered to do this work that are providing that or teaching teachers to provide that for students, like to be that, um, that coach or that leader or that teacher that you know helps to usher people into that space but also supports people in that space so yes yeah that's yes. awesome thank you for doing that you're awesome I can't wait to see Thanks. what your school becomes and how it yeah, grows, and grows, thank and grows you. Because thank you your heart is just so so generous and so I feel so pure and yeah okay I have some questions for you before we end okie dokie what was your biggest lesson of 2020? Mm. Yeah, I think I kind of touched on it a little bit, but it, um, number one, to slow down. Mm. And I really appreciated that time. Um, and so the slowing down, um, really appreciating the small moments. You know, I missed holidays with my family this year, um, with my parents. Um, my husband's parents, you know, those were things we've, um, you know, had to put on hold. So those little moments that we took for granted. But I also think looking at the way we do things through a different lens and that it's not always, there's not always bad. For example, you know, I'm teaching kindergarten online, right? Like I'm, I'm a, my students signed up for remote school all year. My school is face-to-face. 
in session, except this pod of students that signed up to stay remote and I, and I, and I teach them. And, it, and it's, there's some days I'm like, what on earth am I doing? <laughs> right? Like I'm teaching five-year-olds how to read on a computer, but it's so much more than that. Um, it's so much more, you know, these children right now that are isolated a lot of the day and don't interact with anybody else. This is their one opportunity um, during the day is to do Zoom calls with their class. And never in a million years would I have thought that this would be what I would be, how I would be spending my days. But I'm so glad that I'm the facilitator of that. And even though it's kind of like the yoga thing, even though I'm teaching them how to read and it's a lot more right? Yeah. It's not more. So when they're getting frustrated or angry or feel upset or feel alone and um, we're able to process feelings together as this little group, um, it's pretty powerful. And I do get a little frustrated when people are like, oh, remote school, kids are going to fall behind. And I'm always like, behind what? <laughs> it's the whole world True. right now, right? Like, is there some place in the world that things are just like, like what are... We're just, we're just living, right? We're just, yeah. we're, this is what we are right now. We are in a pandemic and we're living. No, we're not falling behind. We're surviving and so much growth is happening, but the growth just might look different than it did pre-pandemic. And that's okay, yeah. right? That's okay. So yeah. Yeah. Well, those are some of my, some of my pandemic. Those thoughts. are big lessons. <laughs> that, that's big. <laughs> What is your go-to self-care ritual? Meditation, I would say right now. Sometimes in my life, it's yoga, the movement, the asana part. But mm -hmm. right now, I have a pretty, um, I'm pretty dedicated right now to spending 30 minutes in the morning just in quiet, in meditation. Um and it's really helping me process all the things that come up during the day. So before, it used to be getting on my mat and really moving, 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 moving. And, and I'm still doing that. But right now, what I'm finding is really speaking to my soul is, is that meditation piece. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, do you have any fabulous books that you're reading right now? Mm. Well, I just um, finished Healthy, Happy, Sexy, the Katie Silcox book because oh, I needed oh. to read that for my training. So I don't know if she had a book. Mm -hmm, she does. Ooh. You should grab it. It's really good. Yeah. And it's got some great, I mean, it's Ayurveda, right? The whole thing is. So it's called Healthy, Happy, Sexy. Okay. I will look. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. And last one. Do you have a word or intention for 2021? The one that keeps coming up for me is connection. Mm. That's what just keeps coming up for me is connection. And I don't know exactly where that is, what that, what that looks like, but I do try to keep a word each year. And um, as I'm sitting in meditation and just pondering and connection keeps coming up for me. And I don't really know what that means. I don't know if that means maybe letting go of past connections that no longer serve, right? Because that comes uh -huh. up sometimes um, or forming new ones. So it's that word connection just keeps coming up on cool. my mat. It keeps coming up. 
for me when I'm just kind of in that quiet zone. Well, I'm glad that I could connect with you finally today. Me too. Me too. It's about time. I'm ready to get in the car and drive there. Hey, we're going to have to meet up again. Like we will. We're going to have to. Um, so people can find you and I'm going to put the website. You do have a website for Sacred Moon School of Yoga. Mm-hmm. That's exactly okay. what it is. Sacred Moon School of Yoga. Um, okay. And then I'm, we have a, we have a web, uh, Facebook page as well, but okay. then Jen Jetner on Instagram and, um, I think I'm Jennifer Jetner on Facebook, but yeah. Okay. Those are some so I'm going to add all of those when this recording goes out Great. into the cyber world so that people can find you or connect with you or check you out or ask questions. So people out there, if you're interested in a yoga class, like, or a yoga training, like sacred moon school of yoga, like get a hold of Jen and get yes. into her training because, and she's going to have so much more knowledge and that's right that's right information yeah, yeah Brittany so. and I would love to hear from you guys and or answer any questions so awesome yeah. okay thank you so much thank for you. this conversation for this heart-centered conversation and again um people out there find her if you're interested in connecting with her so okay thank you thank so you. much everyone great and gratitude Wow, that was such a great conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like this podcast, like it, share it, comment. Um, You can find more of my offerings at heartcenterlove.com. You can find me on Facebook at Jennifer Martin Holistic Healing or Instagram heart underscore center underscore healing. Um, And we come back and listen to more episodes as they come up. Have a great week.